Welcome back to another episode of Fit Social Podcast. I have a, another trainer in the building here, a good friend of mine, um, Uche. He runs Toned Gym. Please give him some introduction about your uh, fitness and training program. So, so um, my name is Uche, Uche King, um, over here from born and raised in, in DMV area. Uh, we, I've met Uche, I've known him for years, over a decade now, Uche Squared. Um, but I started a, a fitness company called Toned, and there Toned, we, we typically, is fitness, it's lifestyle, it's everything, everything from grassroots. Um, and yeah, that's yeah, my spiel. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. So um, we're doing things a little bit differently on the podcast. I'm going to have a couple of things to react to. Um, first thing to react to is a question from Quora, which is a site I like to use to... Um, when I have various questions, I go there and see what people think, and then mm. I form my own opinions. But I thought it was really interesting that some of the questions here were so simple. And let me pull it up real quick um, from my email. I'm not sure why the link didn't work directly as I thought it would. Um, but essentially, the first question that I saw was, how do I lose weight? <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, you know, at in a nutshell... How do I lose weight? Is that really what that means? Mm -hmm. Because when I hear how do I lose weight, what I really understand that to mean is, and the question wasn't how do I lose weight, it's how do I lose weight quickly? Oh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm not sure why it didn't pop up there, but it was how do I lose weight quickly? Mm. And so what I actually hear in that question is how do I look the way I want to look Mm. quickly? Mm. Because whether you lost the weight or not, if you look better, you'd be happy about it. Yep. And so I just wanted to know what you think about that. Well, the first thing I would say is, you know, it's relatively easy to lose weight. The hard right. part becomes sustaining, sustainability. Yeah. yeah. You know, because everything, people always want the quickest ways to lose weight. But if you make proper lifestyle adjustments, it's easier to maintain what you've lost. And then another component of that is um, whether you're losing fat or you're losing muscle. Right. And so that's what, like you said, how do you look afterwards? Yeah. You know, most men want a bigger chest, a flatter stomach, but then depending on how you work out, your arms can shrink. You know, most women focus on their lower half, legs, booty, all these things. But then what about your arms? What about everything else? Yeah. And so people tend to do things, you know, get in shape fast, do nothing but cardio. But you're not weightlifting. You're not eating properly. You know, let's say you go on a starvation diet, liquid only or fruits only or shakes, like all these smoothies and stuff. Is that really sustainable? I am of the opinion that it's not sustainable. Exactly. Um, but if that's your goal, that's your goal. You really, some of these guys, some of these people that are um, trying to lose the weight, really, they want to see a number change. But that mm-hmm. number change doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be happy. Exactly. What you would be happy with and what I actually, um, I think is something that people really need to understand about the body in general. The body changes comprehensively. Yes. You're going to do all your booty workout. Other things are going to change too. Yes. Whether you like it or not, because mm-hmm. that's how it's built. Our circulatory system mm-hmm. connects to everything. So when I put something in my mouth, when I mm-hmm. eat, the nutrients from that, 
yeah, it's going to go directly to whatever I'm training, but it's yeah. going to go to everything else too. And that's how it works. Mm. It has to be a comprehensive change um, of your life. Yes. Because the health changes, when you see somebody that really did the work, mm-hmm. it's not just their arms that got big. Yes. They changed as a whole. As a whole. They changed comprehensively. And that's when I, when I, when I say, for instance, for some of these people, they get BBLs and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. You know, the reason why I think it's noticeable is because that change is not comprehensive. Mm. That's why I can tell. It's like, okay, there's a difference between someone that has a BBL um, and, well, a BBL shape, okay. rather, okay. and is also well proportioned everywhere else mm. um and you can tell what's natural yes. because some people have exaggerated physical features exactly. but you can tell that it's natural because there's a comprehensiveness about the feature and that sort of seamlessly um uh i guess it seamlessly connects to the other parts of them the completeness it's complete um and so i say this that you know someone that's healthy Health, being a healthy person, it's very apparent. Yeah. Because human beings, I think we notice that comprehensiveness mm-hmm. of a change that a person has. Um, and, uh, that I think whether you lose weight or not, you'd be happy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and on the sub, on the topic of comprehensive weight loss and healthiness, you know, it's not people always, always focus on the physical. But it's not just the physical. In order to make a lifestyle change, you have to dig deeper than the physical. It's a mental. Yeah. It's a spiritual. It's everything comprehensively. You know, some of the problems that most men run into in the process of trying to lose weight, drop weight, get fit, is they go into the gym and they ego lift. You know? But the thing is, when you fix your mind, you no longer care about anyone else because at the end of the day, it's about what you see in the mirror. So you can literally go into the gym and do what is right for you, what is sustainable for you. Yeah. So if it's just sticking at a lower rate, uh, weight uh, um, and doing more reps, you can do that because your mind has been fortified for you to do this comfortably without fear of judgment. Right. You know, we see people go do BBLs and, you know, and all these surgeries and that's on the incline, that's on the rise. But then you see someone who went and got a, a BBL, but then their overall stomach portions are still large. No fat is on there, but they're still large. Their organs are still saturated with fat. Yeah. You're still very unhealthy. Yeah. You're, that's not good. Yeah. And so if you want to see a lot of things, you see a lot of people who have acne, they're obese, or you see dark rings around your neck or things of that sort. Those are things that I struggled with before as well. And I drop weight. The comprehensiveness, the completeness. Yeah. Skin is better. Yeah. What I eat is better. The, my sleeping patterns. I used to have insomnia. All those things corrected. Those are the things that people don't speak about. Yeah. You know, so it's a, it's a literal change inside and out. Fitness and health is not 100% in my mind is not about how you look on the exterior. It's about literally how you feel. It's a feeling. Yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. Like, because even like with, I think that the, Male version of the BBL. Have mm-hmm. you seen these guys that get a uh, synthol? Yes, <laughs> bro. I'm just kind of like, do you not think that we know Come that <laughs> this is synthol? Like, and I'm like, you can't be happy. Mm-hmm. You can't be happy with this. Mm-hmm. You, especially those extreme ones, right? Mm-hmm. Someone that has a big bicep, 
naturally has a big shoulder. Yes. Has a big forearm. Has yes. A, a bigger forearm in relation to mm-hmm. their proportions. They have other things about them that are large as yes. well because they grew in a comprehensive way. Mm-hmm. And so when I see things like that, I kind of understand what it is. And I'm not judging them because that's what you wanted and that's what you, mm-hmm. you got. And okay, if you are comfortable with that, that's fine. But it is still very apparent that it is not comprehensive mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's just not how it works. The body is a system. Yeah. The system is interconnected in ways that we don't even understand. And that's why mm. comprehensive change is more noticeable because mm-hmm. the way that the body changes are in ways that humans cannot directly cause because it's too detailed. Yeah. It's too detailed. Whoever created this has the detail and we can't mm-hmm. emulate that with the same authenticity as whatever created us. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that was the first question. So in, in other words, how do we lose weight fast? Honestly, I will say this. If I wanted to lose weight fast, if I really just cared about weight, just not eat. A week from now, mm. I'll be I'll weigh less. And that's why I say it's not just about the weight. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's not just about the weight. <laughs> after after you finish, after that week, when you get the results, you're going to want to engorge yourself. You're going to want to engorge yourself, but also you're not going to be in a healthy state. Exactly. And it's not good to like not eat. Exactly. But if you want to just lose weight, that's how you do it. Yes, just eat less. <laughs> for me, for me, I, you know, I went, I went as far. I would go as far as to say that you know, I just started my fitness journey again. Mm-hmm. You know, um, at the end of June, beginning of July, mm-hmm. and I was able to drop, I believe, fifty-one pounds in less than two wow. months. And it wasn't just because of going to the gym and working out two four seven. No, 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 no. It was a comprehensive change, like the one what you speak of. Mm-hmm. It was literally examining myself, examining my mental state, examining you know um, what was inhibiting me from reaching my goals. Back in 2012, I set a goal for myself, which was um, around the time I was around 225 pounds. And I used to always say, if I were to get down to 208, I'll be shredded. Did I actually actualize that back in 2012? No. And the reason why is because even I struggled from that. Even though I was putting up a lot of weight, curling 75 pounds, benching close to 400 pounds, doing all these type of crazy things, I was ego lifting. And my, I was working out was a stress reliever for me. It was okay. I go into the gym. I'm not thinking about what pissed me off or what I have to accomplish or I'm not thinking about anything else other than I don't want this weight to drop my face. But then once you change the mind, then it's okay. Who do I look up to? When I go on social media and I see somebody with an eight pack or someone with a nice back or all these people doing workouts that I thought I could never do, what's the difference between them and me? It's my mental limitations, the word I can't. So I literally had to work on that and say, okay, the difference between me and you is just that this person is more dedicated, more precise in their workout, having targeted workouts, having a dedication, a drive to get to where they need to be. And so I said, I can do it. You can do it. I can do it. I started my journey with increase my water. Started by not being, you know, I wasn't able to run. So I started power walking. Mm. I started taking my clients from power walks. I started jumping rope. I started changing my diet so that I'm eating things that's sustainable, 
Not just, oh, I want to lose weight and so therefore I'm not eating. No, no, no. I changed my diet and some things and found ways to make it sustainable and long term. You know, I found where my vices were and how to uh, 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 um, exploit those. You know, so, okay, sometimes I would eat a steak and cheese sandwich, but I don't need the fries. And I definitely don't need the soda or the drink. You were saying something earlier about these vices, about um, how you started making different uh the word that you use is like you weren't counting calories, mm-hmm. you were making choices. Yes. Can you like expand so, a bit? So it's not necessarily about counting calories for me. It's more about the choices we make. Yes, I can go and get a steak and cheese sandwich, but is it a necessity for me to eat the fries? Is it a necessity for me to drink soda? When I was a kid, I used to do disgusting habits. I was addicted to soda. I used to literally... Drink about a two liter every night. I was Same an insomnia. Here. Same here. Not, well, not have, a two liter, but I used to love orange soda. You know, <laughs> you know, have all the sweets, all the candies, all the junk. I was the I was known for that. But now, if you go in my fridge, there's soda in my fridge. Do I drink it? Absolutely not. I leave it in there just to test myself. Whenever I'm reaching for water and I know for a fact that I'm really care of craving something sweet, do I reach for the soda? No. For me, it's an internal shame. If I grab the soda, I always feel like people are looking at me, even in my own house when I'm alone. I just don't grab it. I make the choice. Every day cannot be fun day. Sunday is not fun day. <laughs> you have to make better choices. Yeah. I will go in to Starbucks or go to brunch and they'll bring out something. If I'm really craving carbs, if it smells too sweet, if it looks too sweet, my stomach turns. So your taste for my food taste has changed. changed. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is part of the change. Mm-hmm. That mental part is also in like what you like. Yes. And, um, you know, shortcuts, you know, while they get you your goal, um, if your goal is simply a number, mm-hmm. I think you're missing the big yes. picture because the number always changes. The number yes. can change tomorrow morning because you drank water today. Yes. So, I, you know, when I talk to people about this, I tend to tell them not to focus as much as on the number, as much as focus on something like body composition. You're correct. Which is, uh, um, I guess, is more apparent. Yes. It, yeah. So at Toned, you know, every weekend, every week, beginning of the week, one, one, some of the things that we do is I ask the people I train, what do they want to work on? When you, you, people tend to lie. It's a lot of ego and fitness. Yeah. Everyone thinks they know it all. Everyone thinks they have the proper form. Everyone knows it all. But this is what two thirds of American population, adult population is overweight. A lot of us are you overweight. Know, I think it, the majority of Americans are overweight. You know? Yeah. And so, and so I literally say to them, you know, when you look in the mirror, when you are alone, what is the one thing that you look at and say, if I, if I just had this, I would look better here. If I wore this dress and I had corrected this part of my body, you know, this would look good. If I wore this shirt as a guy and my arms were a bit this bigger, it would look that much perfect. And so because of that feedback that I get from them, that's how we didn't target our workouts. Yeah. Because it's no longer about stepping on a scale. As a matter of fact, we don't use scales. We use measuring tape. We measure things. Interesting. If you want your arms to get smaller, we measure where it started off and we try to get it to get smaller. If you want bigger arms, we measure it and then we build. Yeah. And so it's body composition, not weight loss. We want to, my goal for me, 
mm-hmm. is to cut as much fat, reduce as much internal cholesterol, and build muscle naturally. Yeah. I want to look as fit as possible. I want to feel as fit as possible. I want to feel healthy. I want to look healthy. And so that is the goal. Yeah. Agreed. So let's go to the next video because you actually touched on uh, this earlier, <laughs> the ego lifting thing. Mm. Um, so let me show you this real quick. And actually, I think this is pretty impressive. But I'm, I, sometimes I just wonder, um, what's the point? But look at this. Oh, wait. That looks brutal. <laughs> Bruh. So this is 700 pounds. Oh, well, I mean, he cleaned it. He went all the way down. Yeah. And now he's just standing there. <laughs> he's contemplating his life. He's contemplating why he made this choice. Mo? One more. Let's go. That's what I'm saying, but like four. That's what I'm saying, like. But, so, I see stuff like that, and I don't have a problem with someone lifting heavy weights. Mm-hmm. I lift heavy weights. Mm-hmm. But, I'm just kind of like, so, you've heard of Ronnie Coleman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you seen, you know, how he, yeah. Yeah. And that guy was a, that guy used to lift some goddamn weight. Yeah. But, at what cost? Exactly. Is sort of my next question. And yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so, so a perfect, I think a perfect segue into that would then be if we were to examine Mayweather, mm-hmm. right? I watch a lot of, I don't watch sports as often. I admit that, mm-hmm. but I do learn from people that I look up to. Mm-hmm. You know, Mayweather, for instance, he's getting older. So if you watch the training camps, he always says a few things, something like, you know, I'm older. I'm not going to be training like I used, I used to do when I was younger. So you have to train smarter. Yeah. And he's older and still winning. Yeah. So that was a difference. Yeah. You see, I have no, like you, I have no problem with him lifting that heavy if that's his goal. If your goal is to have your thigh bigger than your entire torso, <laughs> by all means, do so. His thighs look huge. Yeah, his thigh his thigh was... That was huge. Yeah, you have to wear thigh. custom pants for that. Yeah. Granted, I wear custom suits, but I mean, not at the cost of looking like an upside down Johnny Bravo. But let's talk about that. Like, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, um, there's a, practical um there's a practical i guess case to be made for how big do you really even want to get for the average person mm-hmm. if you're competing in like ifbb pro or whatever mm-hmm. you know obviously you want to get big but you have a job yep i have a job yep i still want to fit in my suit and i like it's expensive now yes to find clothes like i was just in thailand uh a couple months ago and I was in an oasis mm-hmm. of suits mm-hmm. that were custom made but also cheap mm-hmm. and fit to my body. Mm-hmm. You can't do that here for less than a thousand dollars. Yeah. For my, one. Trust me, <laughs> I, I have custom suits. Yeah. So I know the difficulty. But then even if you have a custom suit, do you look good in that suit? Exactly. You exactly. Know, like the rock looks he looks phenomenal, but certain suits he wear, even I look like I say <laughs> Let alone, let alone upside down Johnny. Over That's here. what I'm saying. So, it's not necessarily everyone's concern, but for certain people, and I think I would say the majority of people, 
we would like to look presentable um, for, I guess we would like to stand out in a, in some sense as individuals, but not stand out as a cartoon in a cartoonish way. Yes. Let me give it a perfect example. My brother told me this before. He was like, um, when we were younger, our age group, when we mm. were younger, it was all about uh, WWE wrestlers. I don't fucking the love Hulk. that. Yeah. The, the, not the Hawks. The, sorry. Hulk uh, Hogan. The, the Rock. And The Rock. Yeah. The Rock. John, uh, Steve, John Austin, Cena, John, John Cena, yeah. those type of body styles. Yeah. That's what we looked up to. Yeah. We are older now, and now let's be realistic MMA is much bigger than wrestling. Yes, it is. So, MMA fire, look at the MMA fires, look at their body composition. They're leaner and muscular. Yeah. So now it's more like the idol for most men is that leaner, muscular body, the active in-season football player body yeah. versus the big meathead. Yeah. So that was my goal before to look as big as possible. Yeah. But then that's no longer my goal. My goal now is to look as fit as possible. And it's interesting when you look at uh, how bodybuilding mm-hmm. has changed over time. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, like the bodybuilders, well, so I think there's more, there's more divisions now. Mm-hmm. They have men's physique, they have classic physique, they have, you know, bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Um, but bodybuilding, there was a point where it was just literally just guys body. that were like, just, it was literally like meat, yep, like meatballs that were like <laughs> black or white people. <laughs> but like, is that necessarily the goal for most people? Like, are you, is that what you want to look like? I personally don't want to, mm-hmm. and it's no shade to bodybuilders because the work it takes to get there is yeah, a, a lot of work. It's a lot of discipline and a lot of sacrifice. Yep. But again, I bring the point at what cost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you sacrificing? I would like to be able to, you know, I don't know, fit in my suit. Yeah. I would fit like to. In a normal sized car. In a normal sized car, not have to wear Under Armour mm-hmm. most of the time. I would like those I'm are the things. I'm wearing Under Armour right now. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes uh, you know I wear Under Armour a lot but like you know one day I might want to mm-hmm. wear a shirt mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like there are some trade-offs mm-hmm. with this stuff and I think you know for most people the ego lifting you know is a part of the journey mm-hmm. but it's definitely not the destination for most people yeah to be able to lift 700 pounds on a yeah. squat but, you know, the funny thing is, is, is interesting. When you first get into the gym, you have a lot of people that mentor you. Mm-hmm. When you walk in, people, strangers will come and tell you, stop ego lifting. Yeah. Like, I've literally gone into a gym and I'm putting up weight and someone tell me, your form is off. Lower the weights. Get your form in order. And all these people are guiding you on your path, but then ego. Yeah. When they leave, you go back to doing what you want to do. And so now with tone, for instance, it's not about ego lifting. It's literally not about ego lifting. Go back to the core basics. Work. Feel your muscle isolating. We do a whole lot of isolations where we get beyond that, where we know what we're working on and why. So some of the questions I'll ask, so if someone will come in and they have bad form, instead of me correcting them, I'll correct them in a manner by asking them, what exactly, what, tell me the exact muscle group you're working on when you're doing that workout in that particular form. And by asking that question, I forced them to literally tell me where they feel the pain. And then you realize you're really not even doing anything. You're literally sitting there counting, making all this grunting and not even doing the work versus you slow it down, do the actual form. Then you feel it. When I put it in that respect, they're like, oh, I yeah. see. Sometimes I work out my shirt off so that they can see the muscle. You can literally see 
where I'm targeting. When by them seeing it, they're like, okay, I see what well, the reason why he's asking me to do certain things. So I look back and I reflect on my journey since 08. And I'm like, okay, all these people told me the same thing. It took me that much time to realize what they were saying. Yeah. There's a reason going to a gym, you see somebody who is bigger, more muscular, veins popping out, but they have like a 35-pounder doing some workout that you're able to do 50, 60, 70 pounds. There's a reason. They have unlocked something that you are unable to unlock. They have unlocked yet. The, the dependency yet. They've unlocked that dependency to ego lift. They've unlocked the, the dependency to show off. Because at the end of the day, when you go home and look in the mirror, you can't show off to your reflection. Exactly. Your reflection oh, is brutal. That's a goddamn quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, on that note, let's go to the next video. Um, so it's a little different. I just want your thoughts on this. Already? I can't talk right now. Dang. I'm doing fat ass shit. Okay. I can't uh, talk right now. I'm doing fat ass shit. Oh, is, is it not? Oh, we can't hear it on here. This song is that. Okay, that's fine. But look at this. Right now. I'm doing fat ass shit. That's a lot of carbs. But look, what I'm trying to really say is look at the comments. talk right now. I'm doing fat ass shit. Mood. Mood. We make great friends eating everywhere all the time. Excess. I'm doing fat ass shit. And I don't have a problem with enjoying your life. The point of this personally that I do. like to eat. <laughs> you see, right my, my problem with this is, yes, she's living her life, but we have, as a society, I, I, if you were to play a clip where someone is meal prepping, mm -hmm. you'll notice that most of the comments are either people who are also in the gym, but it won't be glorifying it as that video. Yeah. So we've now come to a point where we are glorifying negatives, the negatives. You know, if you see somebody who's constantly in the gym... What's a common label you see? We give people who are constantly in the gym, gym rats. Yeah, I mean that's, that's actually that's a, a good. Point. That's a positive thing, but then it's a negative connotation. Yeah, that's them. a good point. You know, but then you see somebody who's overweight eating all these good things in different places. That's a big mood. Yeah, that's that's goals. Yeah, right. Yeah, but there's nothing for me. There's nothing that that's would make me want to sit there and binge eat on goals. It's overindulging. And if you look at the popular and the statistics. What the mo the the mo the, the 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 major causes of of being overweight is overeating, overindulging. Yeah, there's literally no reason for you to eat that much, All right? And if you literally make smaller choices and decisions, you can like this video. We don't know her, so we could be completely off base and say that she all she does is eat and post these videos. Who knows if she's actually in the gym, but. The videos that she'll post is a compilation of all these overly sweetened, overly processed meals, and then everyone else will then go and look for that. Again, every Sunday is not fun day. <laughs> Stop eating like idiots. Okay, maybe that's politically incorrect. Stop eating like kings and queens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we only got a few minutes left. Um, we might have to do a part two because I didn't even get to. I didn't. I didn't get to ask you what I really wanted to ask you because of the mm. reactions. Um. But um, thanks for coming by and, and having this talk. I definitely want to get you in here again. Of course. Um, and we're going to finish up what we had to, to say today. Um, guys, like the video, comment, subscribe. We're out here working. Help us out with some uh, support. But we appreciate you listening. And until um, next time. Till next time. All right.